0: Hi everyone. Thanks for joining me today on the Divine Messages podcast. My name is Karina and I am a psychic medium out of Calgary, Alberta. Today on the podcast, I have a very special guest with me. She is one of my Reiki master students and I've known her for about seven years. And today we wanted to share her journey from her spiritual awakening to her most difficult loss of a family member. This will not be an easy episode but we both know how important it will be for many listeners out there, and we truly hope it will help even in the smallest possible way. So everyone, please help me welcome Kayla to the podcast. Kayla, how are you?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm really, I'm really grateful that you are here with me today because I know that this isn't going to be easy for you, but I know that you need to do this as well as I know many people out there need to hear it. So thank you for coming on.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm I'm uh, excited to take this step in talking about it.
0: And I believe that this is going to be a huge step for you, but just also so healing and healing for you, for many people. And I'm really nervous. I'm not going to say I'm not nervous for this episode. I'm sure you are. And I'm usually pretty, you know, open with people on the podcast when I have a guest on and everything, but I know how important this episode is. And I think that's where my nerves kind of set in, but it's important. So I want to just kind of go back to the beginning of how you and I met, talk about your spiritual journey, because it plays a huge role as to what is happening in your life today. So we can go all the way back to, I want to say seven years ago, was it not?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah. My little, little daughter was about two years old. So yeah.
0: Wow. wow time goes <laughs> um, fast.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, we met, I was actually invited to a group reading uh, at a friend's house and it was a whole new circle of friends and I wanted to go, you know, to meet new people. And that's, really why I was going I was also super skeptical didn't believe in it I was like you know what whatever just try it um you'll meet people again and uh yeah so you know the group session starts and I don't I don't remember what happened but you just like you couldn't oh I remember (laughs) yeah you couldn't even (laughs) read
0: (laughs) Uh, let me share this part because there were so many people. I think there was like 14 women or something. And, yeah. and I'm usually just go into my job and I channel and I'm like, Oh my goodness, I can't see anything. What is happening? And the message that I was hearing from my guides was someone was blocking me and they were so strong. And I'm like, okay. So I'm looking around. And then all of a sudden I look at you and I went, Oh, that's who it is. <laughs> so I could feel it. It was so powerful, so strong. And I'm like, you are completely blocking me from seeing anything like what is what is this? And so I remember yeah. making an announcement saying, "Look, you know what? Why don't we just go and we have like longer private sessions? You can come in one on one with me. We'll talk to your loved ones, and that's kind of what we did. And I guess you guys had been out there talking about it, like, you know, who is the person? Who's the one who's blocking yeah. you know the energy? And everybody was looking at each other. And then as soon as you walked into the privates, I looked at you and I said, I know it's you." <laughs> I,
1: yeah
0: I know it's you no offense but this has happened and I'm just here to help you and I think it was within one minute I told you that your friend who had passed away the week prior right yeah. it was one week prior
1: yeah
0: um was coming in at me and wanted to give you this advice and you just instantly went into tears and I'll never forget you were sitting across from me bawling and I'm like I'm sorry I'm not trying to make you cry I was just he's here and I have to give you these messages. And that's when yeah. everything in your life really kind of just changed.
1: Yeah. Like it kind of clicked almost a little bit, but uh, yeah, some of the messages and it was nuts. Cause uh, like you would, you would have never known any of those pieces of information and it was just uh, like life changing. So when I left that night, I, I just, it was like a whole other world opened up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It opened up so much that you called me and said, can you do a group reading at my house and my mom's house? And yeah. And it was
1: like, yeah, come, come do all the group readings. (laughs) That's
0: right. We had a few at your house. I think there was a couple. And then we obviously went to your mom's house and we had, I don't know how many group readings I've done with your family, but quite a few. And at one point I remember just saying like, this is who you are. Like, that's how strong you are. You're a healer at heart. You have to just believe it and then next thing you know you're taking your Reiki level one and two with me right
1: yeah (laughs) yeah and then uh that was that was crazy that was that was a couple months after you know all the readings at my family's house and, and whatnot and it was an amazing course and I think I just practiced and practiced and I went to uh um, a couple friends houses and, and practiced. And, and then I started, you know, doing like random sessions on people that I didn't even know. And, and then I think seven months after that, I, I think you reached out to me and you said, are you ready for a masters? Like you're ready. Let's do this.
0: Yeah. And I don't normally do that. Cause you know, I yeah. tell everybody that they should wait at least a year. And then there are some that I get the message that it's okay to take it a- ahead of time because they're ready. And I must have had that deep gut feeling of, hey, this is, you know, who you've been for many lifetimes. This is not new to you. Come on, let's go. And no. you did. You came and took your master's. And I've watched your journey unfold right in front of my eyes. And it's amazing because you do a lot of healings and you do help a lot of people. And I know that even meeting you that very first night, I saw it within you. I mean, for someone to be that powerful, to block what I was doing. Yeah. Never, ever, never happened since, by the way, <laughs> thank goodness. Um, <laughs> if you were strong. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah.
1: So, Arms crossed. <laughs> oh, you
0: were gunning me down. I'll never forget yeah. it. And then look at where we're, where we are right now. Right? Like it's magical, right? That's just yeah. the power of the universe. But I think because you were so scared of your own light that you were trying to block mine. And then when you opened up, it was like, Oh my God, this is who I really am. And you're so strong. I've said that to many people, you're a very strong healer. It's amazing to be a part of and watch. I think that definitely stayed in touch and sure we lose Mm -hmm. touch along the way sometimes because life gets busy, but we've always been in each other's lives and especially your mom and you know your stepdad. Can I call yeah. him that? By the way, is that what- I? You know,
1: I I call him dad. I've got two dads. <laughs> okay, because I was gonna my say, dad. yeah. I
0: didn't know if I should say stepdad or not because I don't see him as your stepdad because he's yeah incredible.
1: He's, yeah.
0: And Absolutely. I love them so much. I have so much respect for them. They've always been so good to me and so kind and. Of course, there's a special bond that we've all kind of created together because we've spent so much time together doing this kind of work. And I feel very, let me just try to even put this into words, connected, maybe that might be the right word to your family. And they have been so welcoming to me. And I just love being in their energy. And I obviously have known some of the troubles that your mom's had with, you know, having kids and, and things like that. And so Mm -hmm. I do know quite a bit about your personal lives and I want to go into what happened recently because this is what we're here for today. And I know this is tough, but I do want to just kind of start bringing light to a situation and that happened a few months ago correct
1: yeah in uh, in january in january yeah
0: so kayla you i'll never forget this day ever i was actually in the parking lot at costco with my son and i saw we were actually i think we had a group reading set up for that coming weekend or or the yeah, following we weekend we did yeah. the following weekend yeah. and you messaged me and you said i have to cancel the group and i was like okay no big deal whatever But what you said next to me, just I don't even know if I have words to explain it, because I went into full shock as well. I'll let you
1: share, if you'd like. Um, Excuse me. So, uh, I don't even know where to start either. But same thing, when when, uh, my family found out the news, I was just complete shock yeah like the hardest hardest thing to process my brother's kids, like his wife, my parents like a lot of things went through my head, and um, I was driving down Deerfoot when I found out, so I had to pull over instantly and yeah. I had my first panic attack. I've never experienced that in my life um yeah yeah it was it was tough and then I just I needed I needed to get to my mom so I you know got it together and took a couple of big breaths and just said I like Daniel like take take me to mom I need to I need to get to her and I just spent the morning with with my parents and and really the next <laughs> been with them every day since so
0: well, let me go back and explain what really happened that day. So everybody can understand who called you that day.
1: Um, my mom uh, yeah. called me at seven in the morning. And uh, cause the, the police were at her doorbell camera and she's at work already. So she calls me and she's like, is everything okay? And I'm like, yeah, everything, everything's fine. Like, you know, call Daniel, call Jesse, call my cousin, Lindsay, call my cousin, Aaron, like just there, we'll figure it out. Like, I'll let me know. And, and then she called me back and she told me it was Daniel.
0: And Daniel is your brother. Yeah. So that's when you had messaged me and said, Oh my goodness, Daniel's gone. And um, you did tell me that day how he passed as well yeah and i will explain that he um passed by suicide Mm. and that was something that shook me to the core because i do know your family's past and um some of the hardships and worries that your mom had with him and um it was like i just had no words I walked around Costco in a daze and I was teaching that weekend. So this is on a Friday. I, th- I believe yeah. it was the Friday you called me because I was teaching the next day on the Saturday and Sunday. And yeah. um, again, I had to get stuff for the weekend and I'm in there aimlessly walking around, just trying to wrap my head around what you had told me. And I, I would just remember when I was driving home, I kept hearing his name over and over. And when I got home, it was like everywhere I turned, I could feel him. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I don't even know how to process this because I, it was just overwhelming. He just wouldn't leave my side. And I knew he was trying so hard to communicate. So that night I had to prepare for class an early next morning, and um, I had to almost take it and put it somewhere else because I had to go into teacher mode. I had to almost disconnect from the feeling that I had. Mm-hmm. And so anyways, the next morning, I'm these students come to see me, and I can't remember how many were in that group, but um, the entire day, I kept hearing his name again. And every time I would look, I would see somebody walk by my kitchen and I'm like, okay, this is, this is getting crazy. Like I can see someone, I can see someone. And I knew it was him. And I had a couple of the other students actually say to me, do you see this shadow that keeps walking by? I'm like, you see it too. Oh my God. You know? And from there, it got a little bit more bizarre because again, I was in teacher mode. I usually teach for about eight to nine hours on a day, like in one of the on one of the days, sorry. And um, I just kept felt, like feeling him everywhere. He was everywhere I went. Every time I turned around, I could feel him right there. And so anyways, we started doing the attunement, which in a Reiki classes, it's a ritual that you connect the student to the source of Reiki. And so as I'm connecting this one student to Reiki, I could feel her kind of I don't know, almost getting sad. And then when the attunement was over and they usually share their experiences and she said, Karina, I don't know what this means, but I kept seeing this guy um, in my attunement. Like I just, every time I closed my eyes, I saw this guy and I kept seeing that he had hanged himself. Mm -hmm. And I said, Oh my God. And I looked at her and I was like, I can't explain it to you. I just know what that means. Um, And I said to her, you need to just always trust things as you go forward, the messages that you get, the insight, the clairvoyant pictures that come to you. She is extremely strong. And I knew he was going to her in that moment. And I thought, Oh my God, I have to tell Kayla. I have to tell Kayla. And I was so scared to tell you, I, I can't lie.
1: I was scared. I. Absolutely. It's a, it's a tough thing to, to talk about and, and to just, I don't know. Yeah. It's just tough to talk about. So that's why it's, it's important to talk about it. You know,
0: it is important Kayla. Cause yeah. I, I know that I was holding back and I was afraid to, I was afraid to open up and even ask you that. Cause I, I do know that you mentioned to me that he had passed by suicide, but you didn't tell me how, and um, I was too scared to see it. So I remember going to, I believe she's your aunt. um, And I said to her, is this, is there any way you could just tell me how he passed? Because I don't want to look. I can't. I Mm -hmm. just, I'm too close to the situation. And she had told me how, and I, just freaked out. I was like, oh my gosh, my student saw him. He was here with us in this class. Like he's alive in a different way. He's here. I have to get to you. And I said, and I asked her, I have this information. What do I do with it? And she said, Karina, you know, she would want to know you have to tell her. And that's when I took a chance and messaged your mom and said, Mm -hmm. you know, I know this might be hard to hear, but I have to tell you this. I hope this is okay. And in fact, it was exactly what she needed to hear. Yeah.
1: And yeah. then
0: from there, we did our own little group, you know, with your dad and your mom and you. And we sat yeah. down, and he was trying so hard to get to you that that day, that day too opened up. Cause I remember saying to you, I'm booked for months. I don't have time. Like, mm-hmm. but this day I happen to have open. Can you do it? And you were all like, yes. And I said, well, that's divine timing at its best. And from there, it was an incredible reading. He was so specific, uh, down to even the house that you guys went to go visit on the East yeah. Coast, right? To, I mean, yeah. I can't even wrap my head around so many of the details. It was just overwhelming, but.
1: Uh, amazing wow. to hear though, like the, I can't remember what, what the, one of the messages was, but I remember him talking about the stairs or something and and the kids running around like, Upstairs, downstairs, there was two sets of stairs. <laughs> so oh, you, yeah. the kids would just be running, and yeah, it was. uh it, it was like he was there, but he wasn't. You know. <laughs> oh, he was. He was talking yeah, about the blanket totally
0: that one of his children had been wrapped up in. I remember your yeah. mom kn- knew that, and the bath toys that they played with, and certain yeah. things. And she said, Karina, like, I know it was him. I know he was there. And from there. I think for that reading, I know that it, as difficult as it was for her, I know that it did bring her some peace. I could see it in her face. Yes. I could see that she just needed to know that he made it and that he was okay. And, and from there, I remember coming to you not long after that and asking you something. And I said, would you mind if we, cause I teach mediumship classes every three weeks. And I said, would mm-hmm. you mind if we called in your brother? for this class and see if he comes through. And perhaps he's going to have some messages for you and your family. And you absolutely agreed. I mean, you understand this kind of work. So it was like, for sure, I'll, you know, I'll take any messages I can get, but over the course of the last few months, life has been so hectic that we haven't actually had the time to discuss any of it. So I wanted to go through some of that right now with you, if that's
1: okay. Can I also point that when you reached out to me and said, Hey, like, can I call him into my class? Like, let's see where it goes. And remember, I told you the song Daniel by Elton John started playing? Oh my God, that's right.
0: That's yeah. right my hair standing right now tell my leg
1: Yeah. So it was like, whoa, this is uh Ooh. and again, like he always laughed, not laughed at me, but just like never understood the spiritual level and you know, Reiki and, and, and all that. He just, and look at him now, he's, he's coming through and in, in flying colors. Like it's, it's crazy. To every
0: one of us, to my students, to, you know, yeah. to me, like for him to definitely sit here and in, in this world and make fun of it and not understand it. And I know you did mention that he would, or joke yeah. around about like smudging and those yeah. kind of things and make fun of you for being sensitive and whatnot. But yeah. It is kind of fascinating when they go to the other side. And those are the ones who are actually the strongest who come through in group sessions yeah. and stuff because they're like, oh my God, I didn't know I could do this. This is amazing. Oh my gosh, let me try to find my loved ones. Let me try to help and let them know I'm okay. And yeah. they go out of their way. And he sure has been coming around and coming around because that day, I, I think I said this to you, I was you know, looking for someone to call in from the other side. I remember thinking, oh boy, I better need figure this out for tonight's class. I need someone to talk to you on the other side so I can help the students. And you just kept popping into my mind and and Daniel. And I'm like, oh my God, I need to just ask you. And then when you told me that about the song, I thought, <laughs> okay, you can't make me wow. yeah. laugh. Yeah. Literally yeah. he's trying to get to you guys and and would love to be a part of it, especially because he was so skeptical, just like you
1: were. Yeah, totally.
0: So I'm going to go through some of my notes. And again, these are students, as you know, who are learning, but a lot of them picked up the same kind of message and vibe. And I think there was only, I believe there was 10 in this class, but only one of them actually, maybe one or two had mentioned suicide and the others were almost too afraid to touch that word. And Mm -hmm. so they would be like, well, maybe it's an accident. Or I feel, you know, one person had said that they had an instant headache and they heard head trauma, but they were afraid to say how they passed. So they had said maybe an accident. This one person in particular said that um, they picked up fishing. So I don't know if he really liked to fish or anything.
1: Um... Uh, We, (laughs) he loved the river and floating. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. We also fished as kids could be could be i'll
0: keep going because she i I jotted all these notes down and some of it made sense for what i knew psychically and some didn't but this one student said the frozen song kept coming in you know that i don't know whatever song it was from frozen but it was like a big hint and that his kids still love the movie frozen or something and that he's with them when they watch that movie Mm -hmm. and that he was so sorry that he was so careless and that he wanted to apologize to his wife and kids and let them know that he is hugging them at all times and that she Mm -hmm. really was his soulmate so one of the students instantly felt like she was about to burst into tears and all she kept hearing was I'm so sorry mom I'm so sorry I was sad and then she talked about how he always liked bonfires or being outside at the bonfire or something and always like near the water like near water love to be near the ocean near the water one of them said that he really liked beer (laughs) and um, (laughs) I don't know if that's true or not but um, it is yeah that he had some sort of like suit job where he was like crunching numbers or something that's what she wrote down so I don't know if that means Mm -hmm. anything and that She wrote down that he had passed by suicide and he was really, really sorry that he was gone. That's what that one said. So one of the other girls had said that he was very sensitive, loving and happy. But deep down, he was really hard on himself and that he kept saying he was sorry and that he drank too much beer. She also said that, too, that he drank too much And that it caused issues in his personal life. And then he had a message for his wife that she is not alone, that it's okay to move forward. And that he was so sad that he put her into such an unexpected situation because it wasn't fair. And then I wrote down here, it said someone got a phone call and sister wants messages. That's what she had said. (laughs) The other ones, um, that's amazing. The one of them had said he loved the East Coast and seafood. I don't know. That's what she said. He yeah. Loved, he loved the East well, Coast. nailed it. <laughs> oh, did she?
1: Okay. Yeah. She he, said uh, lived in PEI. Oh, loved the East he was Coast. A big loved and loved,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what she wrote down here. Loved seafood, loved food. Yeah. Um, and she said, the message for you was I have this written right here. Life's too short to take so seriously, make a positive change for others. So that's for you. Okay. One of them also described him having a very heavy heart and that's, they said that he had had a very heavy heart and that's when she had asked him, how did you pass? And he explained it that way. He had a very, very heavy heart. And then he described himself as being a jokester who gave the biggest bear (laughs)
1: hugs. (laughs) Yeah. And lastly, there's
0: one more. Okay. And one of them said that he had an overwhelming sadness and needed to talk to his sister. I'm not kidding. I have that written right here. Mm -hmm. Oh, it says here, tell my sister... That he's so sorry he wasn't open. He just felt lost. Wow. So I know that that sounded a bit jumbled because, you know, when I'm in a class teaching and I've got all these people and I'm going one by one trying to jot down all these notes, sometimes yeah. it's very difficult to capture it all. But I yeah. did try my best. And
1: no, that's amazing. Like, uh, <laughs> nailed it. Like every every one of, your, all of the students. That's crazy. <laughs> They're pretty amazing and that's yeah.
0: why I love teaching it so much. I feel like sometimes we have this ability but we need a little bit of help to push them along and that's why I do push the students hard. I'm like, "Come on, what do you get? What do you get?" And I know that I know that each one of them got something really important and significant. So I was really proud of them yeah. and I knew it was going to help for you to hear that as well. And Absolutely. I do know I do know that you guys had a celebration of life for him and I really want it to be there I was just it's really hard for me sometimes as a medium because I think you'll understand this because it's who you are too we get so yeah. invested in something and it's so hard to even put ourselves into that kind of environment I just I'm supposed to be the strong one I'm supposed to hold your family up while they come to me for help. And I tried that with that reading that we did, the three of us. Mm-hmm. And I think I held it to, together pretty well, but, yeah. you know, because it's my job, but to I don't know if I could have held on to your mom and not been an absolute mess. And that wouldn't yeah. have helped her. I know they say that tears are good for the soul and everything, but when your mom has come to me for so many years to be her rock, I was afraid not to be. Yeah. So I think I had mentioned I'd be there in spirit, but, um, yeah, um
1: totally.
0: and something happened that day. I remember going, oh my God, I had plans or work or whatever it was. And I thought, hmm, if I was supposed to be there, then spirit would have made that happen. Yeah. And I think that I need to be that person that is the strong one for them, because they do rely on me. They do trust me. Absolutely. And I think yeah. that's why, but I do want to say something all day today. Every time I would think of recording with you, all I could see was people toasting with beer. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, why do you keep showing this to me today? Like, I don't know what this means. And it was almost like there's a funny song that goes along with it, like a weird cheers or something. And
1: Yeah. Yeah, there is. I think it's really inappropriate. (laughs)
0: Okay. That's kind of what I'm getting. Like, it's funny is what I'm getting. And he said- All day he's been around me again because he knew we were doing this. And I thought, yeah. okay, well, Daniel, if you're going to come in, you are more than welcome to. I know your sister would love to hear from you. And that's kind of what he was flashing at me was this, this party and him just really happy that there was more laughter than there was tears. Yeah. And he said, that's what I wanted. That's what I needed everybody to understand was that it's okay to, It's okay to laugh still. It's okay to be happy. And there's something else I need to look at. So if you can just bear with me for a sec, I want to see what he has to say. Okay. Okay. He said that he's been coming to you nonstop and the way that he's doing it, he said, it's almost like an incredible energy shift in the room because all of a sudden it becomes weird, like dense in a way.
1: Yeah, it's uh, like my hair stands, like the temperature changes.
0: The energy just gets thick in the room. And he said, I'm trying to come to you because I know you can. I know you can be the messenger for mom. Mm -hmm. So he said, I need you to tell her something tonight.
1: Okay.
0: He said, I know how difficult it was for her to choose the pictures. (sighs) Yeah. But he said, every time. She chose one and she said, okay, we'll use this. He said, I promise I was there sitting beside her, giving her that bear hug from behind. She was sitting at like her table or something going through some of these pictures in her kitchen, I think. Yeah. Were you there? Yeah. Okay. It's almost like everything's laid out on the table is what I see. And it's like... It's interesting because there's a candle going I kind of see like a zen night like a evening uh, I
1: think we were at my house in my living room
0: was it but did you have candles yeah. and stuff going yep. or it's dim oh, yeah. okay yeah yeah. because I'm yeah. looking and I'm like it's around a table where there's pictures are almost spread on the table
1: yep okay. I have a huge island in my and the thing was covered in pictures pictures
0: yeah yeah, yeah. so there's a couple that I know that actually that's what happened in our session they're reading that day he had shown me a picture and I described (laughs) it to you Kayla and I said oh my god I see this picture you've never posted I've never seen it and I was like this is what he's showing me oh my god and I said I described it to you I think you were sticking your tongue out or something and
1: yeah (laughs) right yeah we were yeah it was my 18th birthday and my reaction was like ah like you know crazy and my brother's just, yes. I'm sitting on his lap and yeah yeah, yeah. you yep. called it like it was and then I showed you the picture and you were like oh my, my god
0: that's yeah. exactly it well that day when you guys were going through all of these photos it's just so fascinating because he just was like I can't believe you guys are actually going to use that one you know <laughs> There's some funny ones that you guys did choose. Yeah. There's some really funny ones. And there's one he said that he needed a haircut in it. And it was just wild hair. Like, why yeah. did you choose that? Where it's almost like sticking out, like poofy. Yeah. Yeah. He chose that like photo. He style. <laughs> oh, yeah. He just, he just said, I, I'm glad you guys could get a good laugh out of it. He said, if that brought a smile to your face, then I'm happy with that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He said, oh, so you've been talking to his wife
1: yeah we've been talking to yeah. her okay yeah um, Wait, almost every day if not it's every other lot. day or, yeah.
0: yeah he said Kayla he's so grateful that you're making the effort because most people would back away from that and get caught up in life but yet you know that's your duty almost like that's what you do as a healer you help and he said for that he'll be forever grateful and he said I would love for you to help her with the anger because you're not angry you're sad he said I know she's angry at me yeah he said I want that to be your duty I know that sounded really forceful but it's just who he is you know yeah,
1: very blunt
0: he is very blunt and he would really love for you to be able to help her with that anger because it's hurting her it's not hurting him yeah Does your daughter not, like, talk about him all the time, like, as if he's still around?
1: Um, every day, like, yeah, she, she's so matter of like yes,
0: yes, because he's, like,
1: she
0: knows, he said, she knows, he said, I visit her all the time, and he said, there was a time period, too, about two years he didn't see you guys, or you weren't talking or something, does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it was, uh, Yeah, it makes total sense,
0: yeah. Okay, so I'm going to keep going with that if that's okay.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Okay. He said, I want to apologize to you because you tried to get in and he tried to let you in, but he couldn't. He stopped you and he blocked you. It was like, I can't, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to talk to anyone. And he said, I can't go back in time and fix any of that, but I'm so sorry that it brought you pain because he said all you wanted was for me just to just reach out and say hi and I couldn't yeah and he said it did take me a while and he said eventually I swallowed my pride and I contacted you
1: Um, yeah
0: and he said I want you to always remember that even though I was struggling I don't want you to replay that time frame in my life I want you to move forward and always if you do have to go back go back to the younger years where it was fun and it was playful and he you just didn't know that he was struggling go beyond that go back to that time he said I would not want you to remember all the things that you think that you should have helped me with because it wasn't for you to do Because that's what you've been beating yourself up with over for the last few months is I should have reached out to help more. But you couldn't have.
1: He wouldn't have let you. No.
0: And he said something about the flashing lights like outside. It's like flashing lights keep
1: popping Uh, at me. Every light in my house, um, when I turn it off, it flickers twice and then it shuts off and it's flashing. Yes. It's not like a lamp. It's like no. my bathroom light, my hall light, my kitchen light. And every time I shut it off, it flickers twice. And then Riley goes, Have a good day, Uncle Dan. And That's then we we'll right. leave thanks. the house.
0: And there's some yeah, outdoor thanks. lights too. I hear yep. outdoor lights too are flickering or flashing. Yep. Outdoor lights. The blue ones. Yeah. Blue
1: outdoors. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep. Okay. I said. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> he said, I'm telling you, he said. There isn't a day that goes by that I'm not trying to get your attention. He said, I know you can see me. So he said, yeah. I'm doing everything to make you see me. He said, please don't be afraid to actually see me. I know the signs you understand very well, but don't be afraid to see him. He said, sorry, I'm just in your kitchen. I think I've never <laughs> been to your, your new place, but I'm apparently going to your new house right now. So oh, hang tight no. for a second because... But I do want to say your kitchen because the weird thing is all I smell is like toast. And I don't know why, if you made like a toasted sandwich or a toasted, toasted something. Tonight. Nutella toast. Tonight? Nutella toast.
1: Yeah. Like oh my God. An hour ago? Like I can smell had... it.
0: <laughs> and I'm thinking, well, it's nighttime. Did you make a sandwich that's toasted? But yeah, <laughs> you can like smell God. toast.
1: <laughs> oh, weird. Nutella okay. toast yeah wow okay well keep it was going. for my daughter not for me
0: <laughs> and if it was for you it would have been fine too he said no judgment um yeah. he had a sweet tooth by the way too just he loved yeah. sugar so he loved chocolate for some reason he just said yeah. but not Nutella necessarily but chocolate chocolate yeah. chocolate chocolate I'm in your kitchen and it's almost like you don't have a long hallway it's like to a bedroom or anything no. it almost seems yeah. like short like stubby yeah. right yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then I almost want to say like near that there's stairs near there, near that yeah. hallway. Okay. So we're going to, and you've obviously been working. I know that because I saw that on Facebook <laughs> that you were finishing a basement or whatever with John, but yeah, I almost feel like I need to go down. I need to go downstairs because I'm like standing in that,
1: yeah.
0: that kind of hallway thing. And it's not long. Like I said, it's stubby of a hallway, but I almost want to go right downstairs and we're going to go down there. So It's not fully done though yet, right? No, because I went down and I felt like I almost saw some flooring done and some not.
1: Like it's, it's like a room is. I've got the the tile in the basement in the bathroom. We're getting ready to install it, so maybe that's that's not done yet. Okay. No, I can, but it's like almost like cooler flooring
0: too. Like I feel like I'm standing on something like a like a laminate or um...
1: Uh, it's a subfloor. What's a There's a wooden sub floor down there right now.
0: Right now, so there's no yep. like, have you laid your flooring down yet? Not yet. No. Is it what did you choose for flooring?
1: Um, it'll be carpet, but I do have like a laminate flooring that's going in uh, the laundry room. Okay.
0: <laughs> I heard laminate, so I was like, yep. laminate? Are you sure? Well, there you <laughs>
1: go. <laughs> um, I'm gonna
0: walk around a little bit here because it's almost like, I don't know, it's very bright. Are you painting it light colors or something
1: and like uh, it's primed right now but it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be light color lighter yeah. and
0: <laughs> I just looking over and there's like almost like things leaning up against the wall that are gonna get put up <laughs> like it's like there's they're waiting to be like tacked not yeah. or nailed on to the wall or whatever yeah you betcha okay um Anyways, we could go on and on and do this all night because you know, I haven't been, I haven't done a reading with you for a couple months now. But I, as much, yeah, one day we are going to do this together again in person, actually coming up soon in July.
1: Yeah,
0: but I really wanted to let him in today just to be able to again say to you, he's not with me, he's over there with you guys. And even though he's passed, He's very much alive. I know you know that. I know your family understands that. But I think a lot of people don't get it. And that's Mm -hmm. kind of why I wanted to do this important episode. But also, I really wanted to touch on where they go, because I think that's one of the questions I get asked a lot as a medium. People will say, Karina, you know, did they get to the other side? Did they get to heaven? Did they go to the other side? Because I I always do say the good and the bad exist here in the physical world and in the spiritual world. But when people cross and make that decision, they do go to the light. They go because they're your past loved ones and ancestors come in and, and grab them. And they do have to do a life review. They do have to go through and go through with their guides to understand why they made the choices that they did. And it's like going to school really, you know, but they do make it and they are at peace and that's for them. They go and they cross and they are at peace for us here. The people that are left behind the families, they're the ones that have the pain. And the best thing that you can do for your loved one is to pray for them. Say a good prayer. And a prayer is just a A conversation with the universe. It doesn't need to be a religious prayer. It's just, I hope you're okay. I wish you well, you know, those kind of things, because it does bring peace to our hearts, the people that are left behind. Does that make sense?
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: What advice could you possibly give to anyone out there that has lost a loved one to suicide?
1: I would say it's so important to talk about it, Uh, it's not easy but talking about it is, it helps, you know, you can find someone, you know, who's done the same, who's been through the same thing and can relate to you. And, but I think it's so important to talk about it.
0: I do think that's
1: important. I
0: think people are afraid to discuss how a loved one passed or they're afraid to bring it up because for many reasons, really, But I do think what you said is important, like for your mom and for your family and yourself to be able to say this happened. And I need to talk about it. I need to say when I'm not okay or if I'm struggling or just to know that someone else out there has also gone through something similar, I think brings people closer together and helps you to get through some of it at least.
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: And I want to say also something that I think is important as a medium working doing this for so many years and having so many people that I've talked to on the other side that have passed by suicide. The message is always the same. Nothing anyone could have done would have changed it. They never want any of us to feel guilt for not being able to intervene and save them. And that's something I think that's really important is that so that people that have lost someone to suicide don't feel that it's their fault, that they didn't reach out or that they didn't see it. Most of these people that have chosen to pass and cross that way that I have seen seemed perfectly fine. And even if they weren't perfectly fine and they were struggling a little bit, they never let on to how bad it was. And it's nobody's fault. It can never be changed. Would you say, Kayla, that you saw signs that this could have happened? Absolutely. Because that's what I (laughs) want to help others with is is there something that you think, looking back in hindsight, that you could have picked up on, that you could have even said now, oh, maybe that could have happened because this and this happened? No?
1: No. And that's That's the the tough part.
0: That's the point that I'm trying to make with this episode we think that everyone is okay. It's always, you know, the people that smile the brightest and who are jokesters and who, you know, try to be funny at times are the ones that are actually struggling, really struggling behind closed doors.
1: Robin Williams, right?
0: I met him many years ago in San Francisco. (laughs) It's weird that you just said that. I haven't talked about him in a long time. And I met him in San Francisco on the trolley cart. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Even for me, wow. He's probably here with us right now because that's wild. Nobody knows that really. That I met him. And every, Mm -hmm. you know, when he passed, I remember thinking, my God, like he was joking with my brother and I Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and making us laugh. And I know that people really do hide it because I have been to that dark place. And Kayla, you know that I've struggled. I am grateful to be alive right now. And I hid it from the world. And mm. I smile and I pretend that I'm okay. And I'm, I'm good these days. But let me tell you, when I was smiling, the brightest is when I was at my darkest time. And yeah. I hid it from everyone, because that's what people do. So if we want to sit here and beat ourselves up for, week, I should have done this, or I wish I would have seen this or known, he couldn't have known. That's the lesson. There's nothing you could have done that could have changed any of it. Not you, not your family, not anyone that's lost someone to suicide. You can't change it. They made a choice. And you will get to reunite someday when the timing is right. But for the meantime, they will go out of their way to be there and show you and prove to you that they're doing these things in your house and knowing that you made toast today an hour (laughs) to say I'm still there just in a different way and I really hope that helps today I hope it helps someone out there Kayla tonight like really this is not an easy one for either of us to do I know that because it's you know again talking about it we walk on eggshells am I going to say the wrong thing is this right is it wrong I just like to speak from the heart whether it's right or wrong I just want to help And if that is wrong, then I'll be wrong, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I agree 100%. Yeah.
0: So I want to leave you all with this today. We truly never know what others are going through. People like to hide their innermost pain and pretend that they are okay. It is extremely difficult to understand why some choose to end their lives. And maybe none of us will ever truly get it. The one thing that I have learned as a medium is that they don't go where some people assume that they go. They go to the very same place that our loved ones go. They do have to do a life review and almost go to school with their guides, but I also do know that they are at peace. Sadly, the families that are left behind are the ones that live in continuous pain, and for that, they are very sorry, and they will do anything and everything to try to show you that they are okay from the other side. They will try to give you sign after sign until you finally acknowledge their spiritual existence. If you have lost someone to suicide, I pray that you can find peace in your soul and trust that they are in a good spiritual place. They are with all of their past loved ones and ancestors, and someday you will be reunited in spiritual form. If you are struggling in any way with suicidal thoughts, depression, or anxiety, you are not alone please reach out to someone and seek the help that you need. Here are a couple of phone numbers that I have found that I think may help. The first one is the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It's 1-800-273-8255. And the Canadian Suicidal Prevention Lifeline is one 456 4566 And for the youth that are out there that are struggling, there is Kids Help Phone. And that is 1-800-668-6868. Kayla, I really, really, really want to thank you so much for sharing your story with us today, because I know this was really something that took a lot of courage and strength to do. But I feel like being able to talk about it is what's going to help a lot of people.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um I just wanted to kind of echo on what you were saying. You know, pe- there are people out there that are struggling and it's it's so common and um you know, if you're struggling, reach out, you know, call a friend, call the phone numbers Karina had listed. Um just reach out, like it's it's so important to talk about everything and
0: I think it's really important that you did say that all it takes sometimes is just talking about it and reach out. Please don't be afraid to reach out, Kayla. I really do hope that us even having this conversation tonight and doing this episode that maybe it'll bring some light into a few people's lives at least. That's my hope. We're trying so desperately to make sure that to make sure that we let people know it's okay to not be okay, and all it takes is that one phone call right? To someone else to say that you're not okay. And from there, hopefully you can get the help that you need. Absolutely. If you would like to book a reading with me, I can be reached at www.divinemessages.ca or on Instagram at divinemessages333 or at the Divine Messages Podcast, as well as on Facebook under Divine Messages or the Divine Messages Podcast. Please bear in mind that the perspectives and opinions represented in this podcast are based solely on divine messages, interpretations. We can in no way be held responsible for the actions of our followers.